there went the turn. No, it couldn't have been. It came up yeah. so fast. Yeah, you know, 100 yards, not that far. Ah, <sighs> dang it. Detour. 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 Thanks for taking the time to listen to our second detour. And I actually get to record this right before we're going to release it, which so far our recording has been from months ago, a long time ago. And so I get to actually talk to you. So I want to say thank you. Thank you to listening to our story. Um, We've had over 750 downloads, which is crazy because you can hear us always joke about the listener. So we always are laughing that um, there's more than one person listening. And so thank you for that. Thank you for following the Facebook page. If you can tell others to do so, um, then we can just get the word out because we really do want to inspire people to say yes to adventure, to go and do something, um, inspire men to get out there with other guys and just do something creative and do something fun with their friends because that's really important. So spread the word. Tell people about Kings of the Road. If you want a sticker, I have a lot of stickers that I can give you. If you want um, any anything like that, we'd love to support you or help people go on adventure. This episode is our dear friend, Allison. She has been with us from the beginning. She's known us forever. And we just thought it was a good outside perspective. So we hope you laugh. We hope you have fun as we go on this detour. And here we are again with the Kings of the Road podcast, Kings of the Road 2004, although it is 2023. And we have very exciting news today. Today, we bring on our very first guest. Yes, there, there, you may have heard her voice and her laugh. She's here for us. So um, we thought it was important to give you guys, um, well, guys, like I say it in the plural, I mean guy or gal who is listening right now. We thought it was nice to give our listener a, a little different perspective on the road trip and on Scott and Andrew. And we have brought on Allison Conrad, formerly Allison Mock, when we got to know her. And she has known us since like 97? 97, I want to say, yeah. Right? 97. Is that? And so, and so Allison has been there with us through all of the, the highs and the lows and the lefts and the rights and the, um, road trips and the randomness. And so we just thought it'd be fun to sit and talk about that time, about a different perspective on the road trip. Um, one of the things, is it true, Allison? I think this is true. Um, but us getting home was important to come home before January because you were getting married, right? Like right after we got home? Oh, yeah. No, I kind of forgot about that timing, honestly. I couldn't even remember when you guys went. But you're right. Yeah. No, you had to come home. That was kind of – that was the thing. Because it was like January. Be you got married January of 05. We got married in February. Okay. February 5th. Ah. So, yeah. Yeah. There were no delays allowed. No, because we got home point. at yeah. the very end of December in – 2004. And yeah. so that was, if we went on a uh, circuitous, that's not the right word, if we went on an adventure, 
That took good, us somewhere. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> it is a yeah. great word. Sertuitous. I'm impressed. Sertuitous? What is the word? I'm yeah, I, fi- I figure if I don't know a word, then I'm impressed by it. So <laughs> you can just throw those out there and you well, It sounds great. Sure. It does. Yeah. But we had to be home before February 5th because up. it was you and Matt and getting married. We have some questions and we're going to end with a little rapid fire time. But welcome, Allison. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to give some, some real perspective. Thank you. To, to the Scott and Andrew story. Yes, we're ready. Okay, that Andrew. feels yep. a bit ominous. This might not make it to print based <laughs> I won't be that. circuitous about it either. <laughs> you'll be, well, you'll crap, be I don't know what that means. Oh. So. <laughs> it's a more educated podcast today. Yeah, today geez. they're going to need a thesaurus. I'm going to see myself. I'm going to see myself out. This is clearly not for me. Okay, oh. Allison, we're going to start with one that is really going to challenge your memory. And math skills. And, oh. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that, but how did, how did you meet us? Describe Ooh. how we came to know one another. Oh, this is a good start. Man, well, we already started with 1997, so we have some perspective there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> picture this. Yes. <laughs> a, a, a Christian coffee shop. Guys, this yes. is a thing, right? right? That used to exist. Was, was it the, this was the first time. Was yeah. it, wait, really? PCH. It was Holy Grounds. Oh, I remember Holy the Grounds. The only acceptable name for a Christian coffee yeah. shop, by the way. What else would you name a Christian coffee shop? Right? We don't yes. know. So, so um, clever. How do you yes. empty the coffee dispenser of Holy Grounds? You're like, oh no, oh, the, what do uh, I do? Where do I put them? <laughs> I must find a nice grove of hydrangeas. <laughs> oh, to bring me the urn. <laughs> bring me yes. a large the urn. Chalice. That's growing. Yeah, uh, dragged along by a friend, right, to, to go see a, a Christian, I don't know, <laughs> was it a ska band? Ish. Ska, like ska, 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 ska adjacent. <laughs> made made up primarily of boys from her church youth group. That was that was the intro. Big three Indeed. collision. Really? Big three collision. Yeah. yeah, I just found the shirt. I sent you all both a picture. I found the shirt that we made. I saw that. I didn't even for, know you had a shirt. Yeah. Oh well, we're back and a to collared Iron shirt, on, no less. Iron on press yeah. uh, logo days. So yeah. So bid three. Hang I on. I didn't really? realize that. I know. I thought really, it was really, really. Yeah, that was the first time I met you guys because you guys were playing at that Christian coffee shop, and then this is great. I, yeah. No, it was. It was so. It was a very bizarre experience. And you were, were – what was your faith story at that point? Like any faith story or was it like – No, I hadn't really been – I mean it, like Christmas and Easter okay. kind of Christians, right? Like okay. We'd show mm-hmm. up and – but definitely never been to a youth group. Okay. Hadn't and had that experience. Okay. So, so all of that would have been – 97. So this is the summer between – Sophomore and junior year. Okay, yeah, feel like yeah, that could be right. Then, then we're yeah. playing. We're yeah. playing at so, sacred grounds or holy grounds. Yes, oh. and so the friend Summer who in, it brought me along was in the youth group. She might be right? a later. She guest. was like, "You should come to youth group. There are cute boys." <laughs> so I was like, one of the only oh, reasons so to go to youth group. <laughs> so Here we go. True. So I walk in to this Christian coffee shop, and there's just a bunch of boys with bleach spiked hair. Amen. Every one mm, of them. Also so true. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, 97. Yeah. Tips. You know what's great think, about I that? Think... What? Uh, yeah, not to not to interrupt. I think that no, was good. our only show ever. <laughs> <laughs> that we checks out because I don't remember ever going one again. One night only. I, I think we, we did play one other at our high school. Allison went to a different high school, but Scott and I went to the same high school. We played one show there, but it was like they wouldn't let us play in the outdoor band <laughs> shell. They had to put us like in one of the auditoriums because it was a Christian club, right. like not sponsored by school activities. And it was like, it was like nobody was there, <laughs> but we were so happy to be playing basement. anyways. I thought we played yeah. one other church once too. Did we? I don't remember. Maybe. But, maybe, I, but, but yeah. I only that, remember those two. Yeah. I definitely, but I do remember the the Holy Grounds coffee shop, which is now, I think, Wildflower, like, breakfast place. So, okay. Ooh. Okay, so you show up for the yeah. Q-Poys. We all have spiky hair. Yeah. Blonde, bleached yeah. hair. I kept that look going blonde, solid through 2004, at least. I mean, on the road trip. You held on. I did. You well, the spikes, the bleach. Well, I guess I kept doing it because of the hair dyeing for the houseboats. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Yeah. And then yeah. I feel like after that, we went to our friend's or your friend's grandmother's house. Yeah, this is pretty classy. And played pool right. and had ice yep. cream. Played pool. Shag carpet. <laughs> oh, Did, that place yeah. was a time capsule. <laughs> that place was I remember. It was, it was definitely an I've, overwhelm, though. Oh, yeah. You're you're jumping in. Like, <laughs> yeah. Both feet. Meet all these people for the first time and all these famous musicians and then go hang with the band yeah. afterwards. Wow. I mean, what a, what a rock star way. story. So my question number two, I think we kind of, kind of already answered this a little bit, but early impressions of us, I, this feels a little, <laughs> I feel like there's an tell me, story. tell me about me. I'm trying to remember if at the time you, and Summer were dating. I can't remember. They were on again, off again for like multiple years. Well, well. It was one yeah, of those. I, I, like, so I, th- I actually think I'm not you anybody. Were. I'll just make that with Or at least again. there was interest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Like there was de- that could because that was kind of like the, the, the entering into their moment was like knowing that she was interested in you. Mm. Oh. And so I was coming at it from the perspective of like. Oh, at Wingman. Who is this boy who is potentially interested in my best friend, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, then she was interested in me because her type was very skinny, (laughs) awkward. Plays the bass. Plays the bass. Yeah, lanky. Like Scott Um, voice. Yeah, I fit that You were right there. Fit the bill. You fit the bill. I was right place, right time. Maybe you were the first of the bolt. Oh, I don't know. Could've we'll been. have to ask her when we have her on yes. if she will agree to it after hearing this. <laughs> okay, so initial early impressions. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, no, I just remember, like, feeling very welcome. You guys were all so nice. All those Christian kids. No, you guys were all super nice. Um, and then, obviously, the, the Scott Hawkins experience. Oh. <laughs> the, I know the, the first... The first yeah. <laughs> I know You're this like, is story. This person a real I know person? this. St- <laughs> <laughs> well, and then I, I feel, and there was a mail jeep involved. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. You drove this nineteen seventy five. 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 Oh, nineteen seventy five AMC right? postal vehicle, so, bright um, red. 
Yeah. Yeah. We talked about just, that on the I, first I episode. I remember you guys being so nice. Just well, like nice guys to hang out with. Well, yeah. Good. And it was, we, we didn't have a lot of girls around. No. We had summer. And then yes. like you came in and then, and then that was like the major crew for a long time. Yeah. And one of yeah, the things. This, this is the great thing about youth groups for for boys like us, I, I you know, <laughs> every, yes, girls. every guy of a certain girls. age just wants to hang out with girls and you go to youth group. Guess what? Girls are there. There's going to be girls there. They're there. It's a good, it's a good move. It's a good move, everybody. Well, and- I will say it, it was so fun and like hanging out with, so I always wanted to go back, right? Like I wanted to start going to youth group. I wanted to start being a part of all of that. My mom was terrified mm. because mm. she thought it was like going to be super culty oh, or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know if that's like based on her like past experiences with church, but yeah, no, my, my parents I was so were similar. Invested. Yeah, were they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was like, "I just want to make sure you're spending an awful lot of time at this mm-hmm. church with these kids." So my mom was afraid I was getting sucked into a cult. Interesting. Yeah. It was great. It was Jesus. Jesus is the cult. Um, yeah, totally we, was a cult. It was really, and it was a unique group. And this is one of the things we talked about in the opening episode too, is like, or maybe the second, I think we had a very, and I don't know if this was the time or if it was our friends in particular, but there was just a lot of like, yeah, we'll do that thing. So like we jumped in cars and drove up and went snowboarding and, you know, we fixed up different people's like, you know, Eric Barr's sound system and my sound system in the mail Jeep. And we just were like constantly, we did the haunted house and, haunted you know, house. got things yeah. going. And it was just kind of like, uh, we'll just try that next thing. And I, I guess I'm trying to our parents too, like now being a parent of like, sure, go ahead. <laughs> we'll try oh my try gosh, to do yeah. that and, um, and do those things while also. I think our group of friends was trustworthy um, mm. and we had a great time. I mean, we we were not like drinking, doing drugs, any of those things. Went to a ton of ska shows, punk shows, snowboarding all over the place. But it was just having a great time. Yeah. No sense of danger. Although hmm. I was just telling my kid's doctor because um, we were talking about, uh, you know, when they like freeze off a wart. Yeah. Liquid oh, yeah. nitrogen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so nitrogen. I, I do have like <laughs> memories of your dad oh, yeah. bringing home vats of liquid nitrogen. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say stuff. of freezing our warts off. I'm like, I, I was not there that day. What are you talking about? So you remember no, dad would ah, home, like, freezing stuff. Yeah. You would like bring home the tubs of liquid nitrogen from work and we would just yeah. pour it on things, which yeah. leaves. Yeah. leaves, that wasn't safe, gloves, balloons. Yeah. We weren't out there drinking, but we were freezing everything. And we were – no, right. And there <laughs> were some things where you're like, yeah, looking back going, well, that's good. That didn't blow up. That would have gone poorly. Yeah. Question number two. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. I mean when – I don't know if we covered this, but Scott's dad is a literal rocket scientist. Yes. And that was always so cool. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. He's one of those unique people, though. You hear rocket scientists, you're like, that's awesome. But I bet he's a super weird dude. (laughs) And he's the complete opposite of that. He's the type of guy who loves science and can explain it so clearly and well to everybody. And so it was like this fascinating, like, what would he have and what would he teach us? And 
And yeah, then we'd always at your house. We my would house hang out at place. the Hawkins house quite a bit. And that was always a place where we just always felt welcomed and comfortable. And yeah, we would just be there for a, good a time. lot of, a lot of, a lot, lot of hours. Okay. So we all stay friends and really yeah, the group whittles down. Us. They did for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The group whittles down and whittles down and whittles down until <laughs> there's like the four of us left me, you, or the four, three of us in summer are like kind of the core from high school that's still. Yeah, it's sad that they all died. It is sad that they all died. There was that massive explosion that one time where, they, <laughs> where we ran out heroically and saved ourselves, but they all. <laughs> okay, like, nobody died. No. It's just. <laughs> it is. It's just life. So, so, yeah, that is an interesting thing. I'm actually curious about this because I haven't thought about it in a while, but the two of you actually ended up going, and summer for that matter all ended up going to the same college. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. question number... Three. F. Three. Okay. I lost <laughs> place, so I just went to question. letters. Um, Scott had a roommate named Matt in college. Yes. Allison. Now Allison's roommate. <laughs> yes. He was Allison's <laughs> yes. forever roommate. Would you recommend Scott as a matchmaker and should you take should Scott take credit for introducing you oh. to your now husband of uh what is oh we should know this here's the math part 23 minus 5 of 18, 18 years Are you guys yeah. 18 years? Yeah. It'll be 19 wow. in February, yeah. We've all been married like a long time now, though. We're all in double digits. Oh. Where we're like, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Allison, Allison led the charge in a few things. She did. So, does Scott get the credit? <laughs> I I mean, I have to give him the credit, right? Thank you. Like, if we're being honest. Second, so, the second question started is started early on. Allison comes down to Concordia. I have a roommate named Matt. I'm saying, hey, this should work out. You guys should date. And in obviously saying that on repeat so that everybody can know and we can wish it into existence. Yes. And then that happened, which Matt is like super lucky that that happened because who knows? I mean, who knows <laughs> where that would have gone? You just, I am catch. So you are a catch for sure. And so <laughs> we, and then you guys started dating and just to round out the full circle of awkwardness at that same time, Matt and I had moved in <laughs> with Allison's ex-boyfriend in the house in <laughs> Irvine, just to make everything fully awkward. Um, and mm. then he didn't yeah. say all that long. Uh, but then we were at Concordia together and we got a theology degree and we're all, we were, yeah, it was wonderful. We we're hanging out there. And that is then the apartment, Matt and I's apartment, where we're having the Bible study. And I say to out loud when I get the rejection letter from Princeton, hey, I think I want to go on a road trip after college. And Andrew's at that Bible study. So I'm assuming, Allison, you were there too, or you would show up sometimes. Does that sound familiar at all? Yeah, it does sound familiar. Okay. Um, because I remember being at your Bible study at that apartment, laying on the floor okay. in pain and finding out about my appendix. So oh. it was definitely around that same, you were talking about that. Oh, wow. That was... Can, can we keep this focused on us, Allison? <laughs> I feel like you're wanting to talk about your appendix. We moved off onto your appendix. And 
Listen, you get your own podcast, <laughs> Guys, all right? It's, it's really about me. Yes. That <laughs> is so I, I just might. Oh. You guys can be a guest. Oh, finally. Oh, my. Oh, we'll really? Be yeah. Guests. No, I was. We're th- prospects. That was definitely talked about for a long time before I feel like it actually, like, came together and happened. So what did yeah. you think Tell when us we started talking yes, about that? Yeah. Were you, were you like, boys talk, they're never going to do this? Or were you like, hey, I think this is going to happen? I think that there was probably some elements of both. Like the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're talking about it. They're never going to do this. But then also knowing you guys well enough to know that you were actually crazy enough to pull it together and make it happen. <laughs> um yeah, I I think that it, it always seemed like a realistic possibility that you guys would go out and do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it felt it felt to us when we were talking about this, it felt like we just kept kind of walking forward, and then the next door opened. And it was like, oh, okay, well, there's there's the motorhome. Oh, okay, we'll do this thing, and it just all came into existence um but from the outside i could imagine there probably was a lot more of like yeah we'll do this and then okay let's see if that ever happens kind of thing right yeah it definitely did still feel like a shock when you guys left like oh wow they're really doing this they actually did it (laughs) they're going yeah yeah it's funny i don't remember a lot of the i remember that first conversation in that apartment Scott's like, I would like to do a road trip. And me thinking, oh, no way. I've been thinking that too. But at that point, I think I had only told my dad that. And then to start talking about it. And then in my mind, the next step is my dad saying, you should probably get a decent motorhome and not try to convert an old school bus with mattresses. (laughs) Which was our plan. Yeah, which we're like, yeah, let's find something for eight hundred bucks. Um, <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, DirtyMattress dot com. Thank you, Phil. Care. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I, yeah, I don't remember all the discussions in between. Oddly enough, but I'm sure we put you through a lot of misery listening to us talk about this. So go back to the like when we were getting ready and leaving, Allison. What what do you think your perspective was? being outside now granted you're also trying to plan your wedding so you probably had a lot of brain uh brain space used on that but if you could talk about us for a second (laughs) your favorite put put all that putting put all that wedding stuff (laughs) nonsense out of your mind yeah gosh that you know shame on me but yeah now that you mentioned that and that that was at the same time we probably did plan some of this around it because I'm sure we wanted I know we were there for Matt's bachelor party mm-hmm. and I'm sure there was things that mm-hmm. probably annoyed you, Allison. <laughs> I, I'm just guessing because we've just annoyed you for years and years for various reasons. Poke, but oh, I'm, poke. I'm sure we did something that was probably lame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there have been plenty of lame things, but I don't have I mean <laughs> We were so young when we got married, like we were 22 and 23. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I mean, I knew that I was getting married, but as far as planning a wedding, I, I, 
I was pretty low maintenance. Yeah. Um, but I just, I feel like when you guys left, I know you were going out and like your plan was to do ministry and all of those things. And for me, like I've always been so afraid to leave home, right? Like I went to mm. college close to home. I didn't really yeah. travel without my, my mom, right. Or my parents. And so um, it was very admirable, but like, definitely made me nervous that you guys were going off on your own because I just never really had that drive to go out and do that. Yeah. And so, um, I think more than anything for me, I, I just thought that was so cool that you guys weren't afraid to go out and like live a little, right. Go and, and do it. People talk about doing stuff all the time, but you guys actually went and did it, which was super cool. And that that's part – so we kind of think of this doing this project as three things. The first is we're just having a lot of fun doing this with each other, and that's awesome. The second is we want to put this down for the kids to also remember. And then the third is we would love to see and partner with people to do things like this, to go out and serve the church, mm -hmm. to take that time when they're still mobile and um, you know without some of the – the constraints that the three of us have now, um, but to mm. equip them and connect them. And so we're like, the best way to start is just by telling our story and talking about it and hopefully inspiring someone else to a 22 year old, a 23 year old to say, Hey, I can, I can do that. I can serve the church. I can meet new people and um, go around. And so sitting now in our stage of life, reflecting back on that, what, what do you think? You have a what? She's fourteen. I can't believe how old your daughter is. Um, she's fifteen. Oh she my 16 gosh! In we are yeah. That's insane because she was our first baby of all of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just in that position, yeah. I mean, you're not that far from her, her making those kind of choices, right? <laughs> like six years. So yeah. What are your thoughts yeah, on totally. that? I think. I mean, I, I think that my experience having always been afraid, you know, shapes how I want her to see the world or the rest, all of our kids to see the world. Right. But, mm. um, definitely, you know, she hears you guys when you guys come over and tell the stories about doing these kinds of things. Like I want our kids to be number one, like excited to serve, mm. right. Yeah. To go out. And we live in such a tiny little bubble here in orange County. Right. right? Like I, I think that, being willing to go out and serve somebody else and have those experiences. Like I can't wait for my kids to do stuff like that yeah. um, and not be afraid, but also like to hear about the failures that happen. Right. 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 And, yeah. and the chaos yeah. that kind of goes into it, but yeah, to know like those things are okay. Right. Yeah. A lot of chaos, but like you came out the other side of it. Yeah. Right. Everything's okay. You learn from it yep. and you move forward. Um, like, I love that. I yeah. love the the possibilities that are out there are so fun and, you know, they shape who they are. So yeah, definitely. I mean, if she said she wanted to do something like that, I'm going to be terrified. Like, <laughs> not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> right. Uh, which I'm yeah. sure your parents probably were. Yeah, I, I think so. Scott, you, you mentioned that our youth group, our, fr our friend group at that time was was unique. I would probably say it it's not all that unique because I do think that that sort of thing is replicated across youth groups or friend groups everywhere. 
And it's just so that we had this common denominator of being at church and having Mm -hmm. adults that poured into us that weren't our parents, but also youth leaders and and youth volunteers and stuff that also helped guide us. But I think what's interesting, Allison, too, is being part of that bigger group of kids from different backgrounds kind of put you in situations that maybe you wouldn't have done outside of that. Right. So, I mean, everything that we did, you were always part of that, you you know, whether it was, um, you know, the trips to Hollywood to see music or up to the mountains or mammoth, um, you know, yeah, all the trips and all the things. And so, you know, we're talking specifically about a road trip and like, you know, we would love to encourage other people who have the the means and the desire to do something like this. But there's so many other things. So many options. That anybody could do regardless of what their personal situation is that I think the key is like get plugged into a group that might push you a little bit and bring you along. And, yeah. and I think that's what I'm so grateful for yeah. as I look back is that, that youth group of good shepherd where we all sort of came together and yeah. had these opportunities to do wild things and fun things and serve in different ways. Yeah. It's really interesting, Allison, to hear you say that you, you have this like fear of trying these things or moving away and everything, because my experience of you doesn't go with that. I don't know about yours, Andrew, but like I've always seen you right alongside with us kind of jumping in and doing these things. And I think it's cool that like the internal experience you're having may be some fear or um, resistance, but yet here you are, right? Trying and doing what, what you can. And I, I agree with you, Andrew. I think it's because who we surround ourselves with right? Like you jumped in and you kept trying. And so like, that's really, it's cool to hear like, yeah, this, this pushed you, but you did it, you know, you kept going. Yeah. But I think because I had that community, right? Like I was afraid to leave that Mm -hmm. community. So, you know, going to school somewhere far away, like I didn't want to rebuild a community Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I loved the community that we had. Right. Um, And so it, which was really special, like, you know, I, I, we had the best time and we were always, we have always had somewhere safe to go and hang out yeah. and be welcomed and yeah. loved, whether it was, you know, opening up like the fellowship, whatever room yeah. at their, <laughs> at the church, you know, what, what's it called? Like the fellowship youth Hall. ministry yeah. room, right. Right. Or something like that. So we could hang out or go to somebody's house and um, just be welcomed by parents. Like community definitely made us stronger. Yeah. Um, and built our character, For sure. right? But we did it together. We did. So it wasn't necessarily being afraid to like go learn how to snowboard, right? Like that wasn't scary for me or, you know, mm. jump into youth group kind of stuff or go on an LA mission trip, which is actually really terrifying. But, um, <laughs> but if I had my community, if I had my people, right? Like, and that's, that's kind of, that's, that's it, right? Like you, we had all each other and we, we kept going forward and working together, and I think we we knew as a collective that we would we would figure it out. And right. and I mean, 
and that being said, I think all of us also had this, and the, what brought us together was our love of the church, our love of God, our our mm-hmm. service to Him, and that that core, that core driving thing of the Holy Spirit in the church was was that that glue. And yeah, it's really it's a fascinating it's a fascinating thing to reflect back on, and it seems it seems like that kind of message is like so important right now after. Mm-hmm pandemic and drawn into our phones yeah. and drawn into our like you know like what am i gonna do netflix and chill like you can just sit at home and binge watch whatever you want for as long as you want and yeah. oh dude it would be i don't know man it was hard to today it'd be hard to jump and do the same things and so that's why i think we need to say this more and more like find good people be around them and have them push you like what an awesome right. message of like i felt safe to try to snowboard because i knew my people were around me yeah, like that, I, that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, or if it did, then like you'd be okay because, again, your community is there to take care of you, right? I mean, things things happen. Oh yeah, it's just you know, and Lots things happened on our road trip certainly, and and we on our, our we had trips. a network. We just fed it out. Yeah, I think this is probably a great place to to kind of wind this down. And thank you, Allison. This has been so fun. Um, it's so fun. You know. You know uh, I think that's the thing that that church is really so great for, and that people um, there's just so much life giving from a church in the community of the church and getting plugged into it. Um, I know that as adults, you know, like when you're in high school, for some reason, it seems easier to make friends or find your way into friend groups and um you know when you're kids and stuff and then as adults you find yourself certainly in your 30s and 40s uh you know at least this is my experience it's like oh i you know gosh do i have any friends i'm not even sure and uh for men that might be an all the men and women thing too yeah i think it's it Yeah. yeah for sure and then to be able to find a good community that you feel like you are you know if you had to move something, people would come and help you or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But, uh, you know, I think I think that's the key to to having a good group to plug into that has that common sort of looking out for one another. Mm-hmm. But, Scott, I, I recall something that you talked about on the road trip or about the road trip about how we see the church as kind of a community church. And this is my community group or whatever, but it's connected to all of the yep. other ones around the whole yep. world. Do you, do you remember that? Is that something well, I think you... that that's, that's like the core of what made us do this was, and why I could make all the phone calls to get people to house us was I, I think we have a whole family of people out there that we just don't know yet. Right. And they just go to other mm-hmm. churches. And so we call them and we assume that they have Jesus's in mind. They have Jesus in mind. They have other people in mind. And then we have a common interest of, of bringing the kingdom. And so we make a phone call and say, Hey, like family, I don't know yet. Do you want two guys to sleep in your parking lot <laughs> to, to, to fix up your church <laughs> and to play the guitar and to hang out with your youth? Um, and here's our background check, which we probably should have had, but we didn't. <laughs> 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 um, but all of that like thing and and that I think is 
there there was that turning point in our thought of and I don't know if it was a thought out loud or if it was just one I had in my own head of like we we have a family across the country and it's called the church. And we just don't know them all yet. Because I know, and again, like that's probably don't know. Were we talking like, man, would it be cool if we knew a bunch of people that would just stay there and not have to pay every time we stop at a campsite? And it was like, wait a second, we have that, you know? Yeah. And so I think that, that those are the moments that are really powerful for me and just a reflection of like, this is what we can do. So, yeah. Yeah, it was Absolutely. such a cool such a cool thing. The other thing, though, this is this is not as inspiring. But I, as we're talking, I remember a lot of times, Andrew, that we would like get almost I don't know something would happen, or whatever, and we would pretend write notes to the other person's parents. We're like, "Dear Mrs. Gare, I lost Andrew in the wilderness of Maine. I apologize. You will never find me again. <laughs> Goodbye." <laughs> Scott. Oh my god. <laughs> I I I do not know where Andrew is. It's somewhere in Boston. <laughs> he fake Dear Mr. and Mrs. Hawkins, your son decided to go look at a man's shotgun back of his car behind bar. I decided to run the other way. I heard a bang and have not seen him since. I fear he may be lost for good. He is either in jail or dead. No one can be sure of what, but I will not find out. I so shall bring you his belongings. Andrew Gare from Tijuana, Mexico. Don't don't bother tracking me down. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. Oh of, boy. There's a lot of letters. A lot of lot of pretend oh. letters like that. Yeah. Oh. Checks out. Still yeah. have those? No. Those were just those were just <laughs> talked about. Those. But we do have oh, a journal dang. that Andrew kept. This is what we're doing. So we're reading it out loud, and then talking about what we do remember from it. So Andrew kept a. Like a in time journal, I love and it. the last one, the last post we went over, he was um, crabby at the beginning of it. So I said, obviously he was Ooh. hungry. Obviously, crabby, crabby Andrew, at the beginning. Oh, I just yeah. gotta feed him. I just gotta feed him. I told. Sometimes I tell my children, I'm like, look, it's not helpful when you tell someone how they feel. I used to tell Allison, she'd come into Hebrew class or Greek oh. class at seven in the morning, boy, you look really upset today. You look really crabby. And she's like, but that's not helping. I'm like, mm. you look crabby. <laughs> well, like, look. you know what? That's what every girl wants to hear at 730 in the morning when she's already tired and hungry. But you know what? Thanks, bud. Yeah. Thanks. You, got, you didn't have brothers. So here they are. So helpful. We're, he- we're here to poke <laughs> yeah. and make you feel wonderful about yourself. Okay. Um... We have a who, either, or kind of a quick rapid-fire questions that I found on this okay. thing called the internet. Um, I think it might catch on. Never and so – I know. I'll, I'll explain to you offline. That's another term about being online. So you have to say either Andrew or Scott. Um, and I'm just trying to go down these lists. But unfortunately, like I read through these questions, I'm like, oh, no. So many of these, I think she's going to choose me. and It's not going to be a great plan. <laughs> So let's see how it goes. Okay, yeah, are you ready? As I was reading them, I'm like, mm, those are 100% scuffed, but we'll see. I just found this online, I promise you. <laughs> I'm going to try to stop, spot pitch some that aren't obviously me. Okay, so you have to just go boom with your gut, okay? Number one, okay. who is okay. most likely to win yes. a hot dog eating contest? A Scott. Okay, who is most likely to forget, their, <laughs> to forget to pick up their kids from school? 
<laughs> Scott. I know. I knew that was going to be. Who is most likely to get hungry in the middle of the night? Andrew. I thought so, too. Okay. Who is most likely to give their kid a pretty terrible name? Oh, I know. All have lovely names. I know, but who is more likely? Oh, right uh, Scott answer. Scott wanted Sadie Hawkins, so I, I'm going to go with Scott. Oh, <laughs> amen. Who is that was likely? that's still a myth. Is that your biggest regret in it's life? It's a Scott? huge regret. But I just yeah. you get married, and the wife has <laughs> like she's done all the work for the baby, right? My part was very enjoyable, yeah. and then after that, it was <laughs> all on her. And then, and then they come out, and it was her her job to name them. So okay, yeah. um, but they have great names. Yeah. Uh, who is most likely to spend hours on a celebrity conspiracy theory? Oh, this is fun. Um, I know. I could, I could see Andrew getting into that. Yes. Thought so too. Yeah. <laughs> Who is most I'm likely to replace salt with sugar while cooking? Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Who is most likely to join a street gang? <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> that was about me. <laughs> uh, yes. This is good. Okay. No, it has to be Andrew because Scott's yeah. a pastor. Yes. Who? <laughs> oh, what? Do you see a pastor street gang? Maybe we can sign up together, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> what up, my beloved homies? Okay, what's up, my beloved homies? <laughs> um, who is most likely to call the restaurant manager to complain during a meal? Mm. Oh, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh. I thought, yeah. Okay. Of course it's you. I- well, I'm not a complainer. Scott's like, well, so I'm still going to get the two of us, though. I'm, oh, that's all right. I'm just fair plowing forward. Fair point. Everyone's fair like, point. keep going. All right. This is I'll not take great. It. This is not great, this is it? The... I'm like, oh, really? Hmm. I yeah. think it's quite Oh, quite I, delicious. I just finished. But now that you say that. Okay, non, hmm. non-road trip <laughs> quick story that I feel like has to get laid down on the press at some point, And it just popped into my head. Uh, <laughs> Where Andrew and I are, are double are double dating um, with with the, our our current girlfriends at the time, and we go to BJ's restaurant, and have I told you this story right, Allison? And we're at BJ's. I don't know. And um, we get the spinach and artichoke dip, you know, delicious <laughs> delicious appetizer, right? And Andrew and I are across the table from each other. Oh man! And I dip in the fresh homemade fresh fried chips. I dip. In my mouth, oh, chip's not good. Chip's salty and fla- flaccid, flaccid chip. So I, I put the chip. Oh gosh! I put the chip on the other side of the tray, away from me, so I won't eat oh, it no. again. I looked down like so ten hot. minutes later, all the chips are gone. And I'm like, <laughs> I looked up at Andrew and I said, "Who, who ate that chip?" And he's like, "Oh man, that was a bad chip." I'm like, "Dude, it was in my mouth." <laughs> I'm like, why would you put that in front of me? Why wouldn't you not put it on the table? Why'd you put it back on the table? I'm like, this is a great point. I should not have done that. I would like to point out, though, I did not call the waiter over to complain about that flaccid chip. So take that one back. Maybe. um, Okay. Who is most likely to disappear for a year? (laughs) I don't even know how to handle it. Scott, I guess? 
Okay, who is most likely to say something inappropriate during a meeting? Scott. Yeah, I know that was coming. <laughs> who is you most likely to call their the manager, mom, or dad? Andrew. <laughs> 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 no. I just like that question. <laughs> or hand the phone. I love you. Oh. Sorry, boss. Oh shoot. <laughs> oh shoot. Oh man, the amount of times I'm almost done that right? in the calls. I think yeah. I think that that's good. All right, love okay. you. <gasps> well, oh, who is most likely? Well, this is easy. Who is most likely to come to the work in their pajamas? He's currently in his pajamas. I am yeah, clothed. I mean, work from home. <laughs> exactly. Okay, this was fun. Those are good. So fun. Well, guys. Um, I am very grateful for you, Allison, for coming on the Teens of the Road podcast, and it's just been—it's just fun to be with you guys. Yes, I agree. Fun. My kids, thank you, are constantly wondering how we became friends and <laughs> how this has <laughs> continued to evolve into what it is now. But I love it; it makes me so happy. I think. And I agree with you. Um, I I think definitely in our age, whether you're our age now or you're going to be our age one day, I think just work to be with the people who love you and you want to be around. And it takes work. Like it just takes work. And sure. we're yeah. like, you just have to make plans and do this kind of stuff and get on line and talk to each other and go to each other's houses. But like we, it's so easy to not do that. And all of a sudden time just boop, disappears. And so yep. that, yeah, Thanks. whoever, Hey, listener out there, let's call you right now, Rob. Hey, Rob. <laughs> hey, Rob. Get yourself a good church. <laughs> Get community. yourself a church. That's right, Rob. Find some people. Call hey, your Allison. friend. Pulling for you, Rob. We're, pull, we're pulling for you, Rob. If your name is Rob, call in and you will get a free <laughs> um, tiny apple. <laughs> I will ship you a tiny <laughs> in a very small box. Unmarked. Yep. Unmarked. Discretion so is that key. Discretion is key so that no one knows your love affair for tiny apples. So, okay, guys, it's been fun. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys.